Hello everyone, welcome to the Water Cooler Checkdown Podcast. Today is Thursday, December 13th. I am your host, Corey Walsh. I'm still here. I'm Ian Lenahan, second in command. Always will be. Damn straight, brother. Uh, it's been a little bit of a break since we've done a one-on-one podcast here. Mm-hmm. It's been quite some time. It's also been a while since we've done a podcast within like two weeks. Oh, it's been a tough semester, you know how that goes. We can promise that next semester comes... We will be much more consistent with our podcasting. We've got some cool stuff coming for you. Trust us. Just trust. There'll be details later, but there is a lot to be excited about. Size, things are happening. Size deep throwing a banana right now. Sai is back as the uh, intern. Intern from the stars. Follow him on any platform, Sai <laughs> Kazarian. Follow his LinkedIn. Uh, speaking of following, you can now all follow us on Stitcher and iTunes. Yep, that's right. We that's actually huge. use stuff that people use. No I more know. SoundCloud. Sorry, SoundCloud. We love you still. Thanks for getting us a start. And, but unfortunately, that's the finish. Uh, but, but we're through. But we're yeah, we're modern now. So thank you to everyone with the support. We officially are about ninety nine f- followers on Facebook. Who's going to be lucky number 100? Joe Toll, you're a like away, my friend. If he doesn't click it by the end of this podcast, there will be no celebration. If he doesn't appreciate a shout-out after the night we had on Saturday, the three of us. You know what I'm talking about. Oh, my God. I'm in the mood. I'm in the mood. I'm in the mood. Come on. Come on. I really hope he hears this. Well, as a big appreciation to our fans, we now want to decide to, at the beginning of these, there are messages that people send us questions. We will answer them. And one of, now we're going to open with a mailbag. And our first question uh, comes from Ryan Carey. Shout out to Ryan. Thanks, Ryan Gay. Uh, Ryan asks, what do the Celtics need to be as good as everyone else thinks it should be? Should they keep grinding for Hayward in the lineup or trade for Anthony Davis or sc- start Scary Terry? Okay, here's my thing. The Celtics right now are in a very good spot. They're cooking. They're cooking right now. I think, I think Brad's figured out that lineup. Brad's right figured out the lineup. Do you know what the biggest difference is? It's the two people who scored 65 points combined last night. Kyrie Irving and, drumroll please, Mook. Marcus Morris. He had 31 points last night. Really? I think so. I think, I'm not, I'm not saying, you know, when Al Horford comes back that you don't you don't start him, but I think that, I think the ideal lineup right now goes Kyrie Irving. I want to say Jalen Brown. Jason Tatum. Marcus Morris. Al Horford. I think you have to put Marcus Morris in there. He's the reason. So you want Tatum on the bench? I want Tatum at the um, small forward position. So that means, and this adds on to Ryan's question, he asked, do you keep grinding Gordon Hayward in the lineup? Ryan, I think for the time being, actually, oof, oh, I wasn't considering enough. I don't know, because Gordon Hayward is starting to get his confidence back. I would think if anyone's deserving to come off the bench, it would have to be. Like, if you think of, like, ceiling versus, like, basement of what you're going to get, I think having Hayward and Tatum in the lineup would be better than having Brown and Tatum in the lineup. I agree. Okay, so then would you would you put Gordon Hayward at the two? I really don't like either of them. What I would probably do so... is Celtics is kind of like what you're thinking of, where you can have... Um, but I like the tenaciousness that Marcus Morris brings to the table. Yeah. Because, like, no one else in that team, besides Marcus Smart, the Marcuses bring the grit and grind mm-hmm. to your defense. You don't really have a lot of defense. So scrappy. <laughs> scrappy. <laughs> but um, I would probably do, like, a lineup of um, Kyrie, mm-hmm. 
Of course. And then Spice, I think you should have, I liked when you guys started Marcus Smart as shooting guard. He's been playing really well. Do you know, by the way, Marcus Smart last night, he came ninth in Celtics history in three-pointers. He passed Danny Ainge. Well, I mean, when he shoots them as randomly as he does, I'm pretty sure he'll... So some of them go like, he's actually exactly. not that bad at three-point shooting. I know we joke about it a lot and how he takes some interesting shots, but he's actually not been bad this year. I hope to God this is not a commentator's curse. <laughs> Who knows? It could be. Please, God, no. Uh, and then I would probably do the... Ah, I really don't want to start Tatum at small forward. I mean, power forward. I don't want to start... Put him with, yeah, then put him at three. Then I would, yeah, I would have Hayward come off the bench. So right now, your ideal lineup is Hayward and Brown coming off the bench. I think Hayward and Brown... nasty. Yeah, that's better than a lot of teams starting lineups. In the Northeast Ohio region. There's only one team in the Northeast Ohio We're not going to call them out. Uh, anyways, them. anyways, anyways, go Cavs. Go Celtics, just kidding. <laughs> yeah, then, I, I mean, yeah, you should start Horford at center. And then have Morris, and then Tatum, Smart, Kyrie. So starting five. Okay. That way it's evenly spread with talent and defense. You have your best defense out on the floor because it seems like in the beginning of the season you would be losing a lot of leads mm-hmm. because your team, the first quarter would just be all offense mm-hmm. and they can't really, couldn't stop it. Yeah. I agree. He's looking good. Ryan also asks, do the Celtics trade for Anthony Davis? It, I mean, obviously every team Ooh. in the league wants to trade for Anthony Davis. Yeah, everybody in the mother. Pelicans want to trade Anthony Davis away, and it seems like they're really hell-bent on keeping him on the roster until they really just have no other choice but to let him go. What do you think package would look like from the Celtics? I think one of the young the young guards is in there. I don't think they'd give up Tatum, so I feel like you'd have to give up, like, Brown. Terry, Terry Rozier, maybe. Brown, Rozier, maybe Williams. Bob? Yeah. I love Bob. He's like the only other young player. He blocked Anthony Davis the other night. I love Bob. I know he didn't. He, he, he slept in that one time, but he's got my heart. You'd probably also have to give up that Kings pick. Oh, this I, is Anthony Davis, who's a top three uh, player in the league. It's debatable. I mean, it's like a conversation. I think for sure. Like, it's yeah. either Giannis or him. Yeah. I mean, Anthony Davis is such a complete player. I don't know. I'd rather probably have Giannis. No, I'd rather have Anthony I'd rather have Anthony Davis right now. I th- I'm still not on the Giannis hype train for the season for MVP. I feel like if it, like that mm. team is like it's doing what we expected it to. It's not really shattering expectations. And I feel like an MVP usually shatters expectations. I think this is going to be very, very similar to the Russell. the Russell Westbrook sort of thing. Russell Westbrook was their team. Giannis is their team. Actually, I mean, they have Chris Middleton and a couple of the key and players. Just got rid of Del Vadova. Uh, Welcome back to Northeast Ohio, my friend. Hero. <laughs> St. Mary's legend. I didn't know his three-point shot was as ugly as it is. No, not, the, not the mind saw the pretty. He has been like on the Milwaukee bench for like three years. Dusting off and holding. It's like dusting off a beautiful record. A record of grit and grind. Oh, it's, it's like, like it's a Mississippi Southern like, grit and grind. Yeah, or maybe like a, <laughs> like a really old... The Village People soundtrack or something. Oh, well, that's just offensive. They were pretty cool. It's the YMCA. (laughs) God. um, Um, And then, start Scary Terry. Um, I'm going to say no. If anything, you should trade Scary Terry. mm -hmm. I mean, let's look at it this way. You're not keeping him, so get the most out of him that you can. You can definitely get some, like, good rotational players for your bench. That's true. I love Scary Terry, though. And I know there's teams that are really thirsty for a point guard, like, the Suns, they don't have one, but they're also tanking, so that kind of takes them out of it. 
you know, if D Rose didn't have her like a sudden arisen from the dead, then I would say the Bulls would probably be the point guard. Oh my god, we love Derrick Rose. Comeback player of the year. Definitely. Mm-hmm. I, I yeah, except some people, cough cough, Dan Brammer will say that yeah, Zach Levine should it. have it, but it should be Derrick Rose. But he won't be that upset because he's also a huge Derrick Rose fan. That's true. So either way, it's a win win for me. I I don't want to say that they should trade Scary Terry, but at the same time. Would you rather like have him just for this playoff run, or would you rather have rotational players that you can keep in your lineup for like a few more years? Because you wouldn't get a bad package out of him. If I was a practical man, I'd say rotational guys, but because of nostalgia and just cool nickname, Scary Terry. He has to stay, baby. He's got to stay. I don't know. So we're split we'll on see. that one. All we know is the Celtics are cooking, and I think right now, more than anything... You know, it sounds cheesy. They just got to keep it facing themselves. Because they were one of the strongest defensive teams last year. Even though that hasn't really been the case this year, they're starting to click. They're firing on all cylinders. Yeah. I just think keep scary. it up. Yeah. Because of Terry? Haha, <laughs> <laughs> he's on the bench, dude. Shish, mosh, 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 All right, so now we're going to jump to another question sent in by fan slash intern. Intern. Ooh. Cy himself. Yikes. Um, Cy asks, who's the second best player on the Lakers? We paid him to submit these questions. No, it's not. He's the best. Um, Honestly. Oh, man. I think this kind of goes back to, or maybe not all the way goes back to our debate that we had the last time we podcasted with the um, the four really young Lakers players of Ingram, Kuzma, Ball, and Hart. To me, I would say... Right now, oh man, this hurts. I want to say to the Lakers, the most valuable is. No, I'm sticking my guns, Kyle Kuzma. Let's have a debate. All right, let's, let's have a debate here. Let's, let's have one. I'm sticking to my guns, Kyle Kuzma. This is for everybody in Utah. You deserve this. All right. If you didn't know, Kyle Kuzma went to college at Utah. You monitor for. Well, uh, frankly, Kyle Kuzma, you could argue, is their most valuable offense, second most valuable offensive player. Go on. Overall, he is nerfed by his uh, off defense. Why don't we switch the subject? <laughs> if you're looking for a player that can like consistently produce on both ends, you really just don't have to look any farther than Lonzo. Here I mean, we go. he's averaging 8.3 points per game. Here we go. Which doesn't sound like a lot. Here we go. Not, yep. But he's also a lockdown defender on guards. Yep. There's like this Twitter page I follow that said, what did Lonzo do? Of course. No, I followed it like recently because <laughs> it's kind of interesting. He, um, Honestly, every time he's on a guard, they usually shoot well below 40%. And it's kind of crazy that a player, like he obviously has the build. that He can be an extremely good defender. Yeah. But, like, he's actually putting it, like, all out this season, I'd say. I mean, he's also rebounding kind of well for a guard. I mean, he's tall, but he's getting 5.1 rebounds a game. I feel like he's a lot of block shots, too. He does block a lot. I mean, he has some really long arms. They're, like, in, like, KD. It just looks like what the arms like KD look like. Like, they're just, like, they're just, like, long branches. Mm. (laughs) Slender, man. That's that's Brendan Ingram. Sorry, Brendan. Lonzo's also leading the team in steals, which is pretty pretty sweet. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, we said he can block, but he's averaging 0.3. Really? He's ninth on the team. Okay. 
Josh Hart's ahead of Kyle Kuzma in the box, by the way. I didn't ask for you to throw out that statistic. <laughs> I, I just feel I, like I, I feel it. I feel attacked more than anything. I don't know. Ever since Rondo got hurt, I feel like Lonzo's really stepped up his game and just been performing like consistently solid. I mean, that's true. His past five, it doesn't really like jump out. In Miami, he went ten four and three. And then in Memphis, he only scored four points. But then in San Antonio, he scored 13 and 11. I feel like stats-wise, Lonzo doesn't have to do much. But at the same time, he just has such a huge influence on the team. I'm not calling him the second-best player. I'm not, because you know I love Kuzma. You know he doesn't score. He just has such an impact. But, like, the way that he passes is just infectious, I feel like, to a team. That any team, like, any player is going to be like, well, I mean, I want to be able to, like, just spread the offense out like he does. Mm Mm-hmm. Like, he doesn't go for the assist, I feel like. It's not like Russell where he's literally handing you the ball and telling you to shoot a jumper. He's just handing it to you because it's making the offense spread out and, like, holes are opening by slashing and passing, mm. which makes him and LeBron really dangerous. Kuzma makes that team dangerous all by himself. He would if he could defend just, a little. Just, you don't, you don't have to argue. It's just, just agree with just agree with me, dude. I said he's a really good don't offensive argue. player. Oh, thanks. Sorry, like, I thought I thought you were going to combat me. To improve on the defensive end in order to become that second best player, but really there is no like the fact that we're having the debate who's the second best player means there's no second best player. That's the truth. Because because their coach is their best player, not Luke Walton, LeBron James. I mean, in Cleveland, you knew Kyrie was the second best player. In Miami, you knew Dwayne Wade was the second best player. Mr. Bosh would have something to say. <laughs> Both of Chris Bosh, a star. Mayo Clinic all-team center. Even on the shitty Cleveland teams, Mo Williams, like, not shitty, but, like, talent-wise, yes. Mm. Mo Williams was the the second option. There was no, like, competition. So it's really scary that there has to be. Sounds a bad year at the office. (laughs) Booby Gibson. (laughs) What are you doing here? Uh, All right. And then Cy asked, Nikola Vucevic's trade value. For those of you who've lived under a rock, um, Nikola Vucevic has slowly arisen to become kind of a triple-double machine and has actually been tearing it up for the Magic. You wouldn't know, though, because, well, spoiler alert, they're terrible. What? I know. I say they're terrible, but they're 8th in the East, but the 8th in the East also implies you have a losing record, and they do. They're 12-15. and 15. Beautiful. He's averaging 20.6 points, 11.5 boards, and 3.7 assists. He's pretty damn good for a big guy. Now, the big question with this team is you know they don't want to keep him because they drafted Bamba so highly. Bamba! So, I mean, we're, I, I'm trying to think of a team. I mean, I've heard the Lakers because <laughs> every team that pops up, for every player that pops up. It's the Lakers. Up, it's the Lakers. I don't see, I do not see Vucevic on this team. Uh, I don't see them giving up any young assets for Nikola Vucevic. I don't think so either. Who are they going to give up? Like Ingram? Mo Wagner? Sold. <laughs> and Slea, like, Sold to the loser in the back. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, is that the three-point guy? Yeah. Yeah, no. They're going to ask for like three different European guys just for Vucevic. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Um, if, I could, if I had to like pick a team that needs... Oh, who needs a center? Mm-hmm. The Clippers need a center. Tots averaging five points and five rebounds a game. Just about what we expected. But they wouldn't waste the cap room. He looks like Gru from Despicable Me. <laughs> Martian Cortot. Yeah. Like, like, a, like, like, like a porn version of Gru from Despicable Me. 
Come on, Goyles. Come on, Goyles. Get in the huddle. Come on, Bulbon. Um, I really, I'm trying to think about teams that, like, the Clippers want to save Cap because they want to get Kawhi, which he might go there. Who knows? The claw. But, um, yeah. I mean, it's his trade value is definitely high. It's just, it has to be a perfect fit. It has to be now or never because who knows, he won't. I, I, well, who knows who will play like this next year. Yeah, so we might as well bait someone into a terrible trade or, right now. Or, you know, now. going into the rest of the season because it's only a little more than a quarter when they'll do it through. Maybe the Miami Heat would want to trade Hassan for Vucevic straight up. Interesting. Because they hate Hassan. Yeah, there's they don't have a good relationship anymore. Yeah, you, believe it or not, when you don't play your arguable best player in the playoffs, he gets kind of mad. I've heard that happens. Oh, God, relationships. <laughs> All right. Um, so, yeah, we, we really couldn't find a spot for Vucevic. Sorry, buddy. But its value is definitely high. Have fun with Aaron Gordon, and twelve and fifteen. Bob, Bob, um, is Philly a legit title contender now? No, oh, not yet. Really, not yet. I don't, so. I don't think so. Are they top three in the East? Yes. Yes. Okay. Um, I agree. They're third, right? They're third right I now. Think they're better than the Bucks. I think the Bucks are going to cool off at some point. I don't think Giannis is going to cool off, but I think the Bucks overall will. I fully expect it to be Toronto number one, Boston number two, um, 76ers number three at the end of the year. But I don't think the 76ers win it this year. I believe in the next... Oof. Year. I was going to say I really two, three, maybe four years that they could really, really, really be competing for it. I didn't really like giving up all that bench depth for Jimmy Butler. Because that's gonna really bite them. Yeah, it's good for both. Terrible. It's good for both Wolves and the 76ers, but I mean the bench is just rotten now. Yeah, it's not great. It's JJ Redick and a couple open seats. Great podcast, by the way. Boom, we love it. <laughs> um, all right. So my back is killing me. I don't know why. <laughs> Let the record show Ian is under the weather. I really am. But he's doing it for you guys. I am just for you. We're chugging. Yeah, I felt like this when I got tested for mono last year. Straight up. Wow. Yeah. That's mono. awful. I'm right next to you. Yeah. Let's have some fun. <laughs> oh. Uh, I won't breathe near you. All right. And this is our last question. <laughs> Said from Keegan Porter. Um, Catan legend. <laughs> that's incredibly true. Uh, he says, will Eric Berry's return have a big impact on the Chiefs' defense as they prepare for playoffs? Isn't he dating Holly Eisenberg? No, but they should. God. She, he's not? No. Oh. I am Confucius. <laughs> Holly, if you're listening... That was for you. There's a lot of sparks between you two. Now, for the Eric Berry. Um, Eric Berry's a huge impact on their defense. I like that. <laughs> Eric Berry's huge for this defense because yeah. their defense, this team is just garbage on defense. It's like one, it's the best offense in the league, even though they lost Kareem Hunt for yes, uh, criminal reasons. But Thanks, TMZ. Thank you for the shout out. TMZ never does anything besides rat players out, rat NFL players out. Not rat. We don't want anybody to think that that wasn't a good thing to do because that's a very scummy thing to do. I don't see like any positive things that are being done. TMZ. It's always like the dirt. Yeah, exactly. That's all I really meant by that comment. The Water Cooler Checkdown Podcast is sponsored by TMZ. 
bringing criminals to justice and so forth. Anyways. <laughs> Eric Berry. Eric Berry, yeah. Comeback story, again. Maybe. Uh, recovering, came back, season-long injury from last year, ready to come back, Navy to safety, they need defensive presence. This guy's had a hard, really rough past couple of years. Yeah, overcoming cancer is huge. I, I've been rooting for Eric Berry for like a long time. Yeah. I know everyone does. I mean, he's a feel-good story, and who doesn't love those? And he's one of the best defensive players in the NFL, too. Yeah, he's definitely a top-five safety in the league. And it's just like, I'm just really happy that he's back out on the field again, even yeah. though I don't want the Chiefs to like win it all, obviously, being a Patriot fan. But yeah. I think they're, Eric Berry coming back does make that secondary a lot more dangerous. I mean... It hurts that Marcus Peters isn't there, even though he's not really doing well in uh, L.A. He still like was a huge part of that team. And well, right now they're arguably the best team in the NFC, so it's not like he lost, really. Yeah, then you could also argue that the Chiefs' defense is bottom five in the NFC. They up 33 points to the Raiders. But, just I'll tell you what, man, that's pretty pretty damn good that we scored 33 points. I'll tell you what, man, just to give you a little update on uh, the Raiders, they're three and ten. Three and ten. Well, you know what? Derek Carr is still an MVP in my book, man. Always will be. I'll tell you what, though. Pat Patty Mahomes. That guy can hump chuck a football. He can fucking chuck it. <laughs> uh, but, uh, yeah. I mean, the Chiefs obviously are dangerous. And this is a perfect segue, actually, into the game tonight. It's a huge game. It actually determines the leader of the AFC West right now. Which is crazy to think about because all you've heard about this year is the Chiefs. But the Chargers are low-key, as Corey said. Dangerous. Dangerous. That defense is coming to back. It's electric. A lot of people consider Philip Rivers to be in the top five for MVP candidates. He should be. I and mean, they agree. he's always underrated. I felt like I had, there's a really good like debate going around of like that draft class who's actually the best because everyone points at Ben. And that, in case for you who didn't know, it was the top three of that was Ben, Roethlisberger, Philip Rivers, and Eli Manning. Eli Manning. And Eli Manning was technically taken number one. And I would say out of those three quarterbacks, I I would take both of them over Eli. I agree with that. But, <clears throat> anyways, the game tonight's going to be huge. I mean, huge. Absolutely huge. But, um, yeah. I think I think the Chargers take it. I think Melvin, so. Melvin Gordon is out, by the way. Yeah. And according to Stephen A. Smith, Stephen A. Smith, uh, Hunter Henry's killing it this year. Oh boy, let's New get slash it. Slash for you uh, listeners out there. Hunter Henry tore his ACL in training camp. He's been huge on the rehab game, man. But according to Stephen A. Smith, he's been lighting it up. So I guess I have to believe him because he's on ESPN. You have to see the laps in the pool this guy does. I, I gotta tell you. <laughs> Don't even look at me right now. Skip. Skip. Max. I hate Max Kellerman. Whoa. Sorry, I, I didn't need to say that. I don't, know, I don't know what just happened there. For those of you, who think he's like a really wimpy dog. I don't know. Just like the way he looks, he looks like he's gonna start crying with everything. He's just like, oh, Steven. He doesn't it's really okay. have much of like a, a masculine presence on that show. He kind of just like listens to what Stephen A. says. And he's beta. He's beta. Oh, totally. Yeah. What if I told you this game is in what Kansas if I told City you? though? What if I told you that the game of the year? This is the game of the year so far. Um, Besides the Chiefs Rams, yeah, this that is was, the second best game. That straight up looked that it didn't just feel like it. That game looked like the Super Bowl. 
if that's the crazy. Super Bowl, it's going to kind of be embarrassing for the NFL. Yes, but because at the that, same time, but, but, but people are, are going to love it more than anything. Defense I think casual fans will love it, and then like real fans, fans yeah. of the NFL will be upset that the defense is being butchered this much, even though the Rams have a really talented team yeah. on both ends. The best part of every Super Bowl is when there's a real defensive presence. Or, you know, not just from both teams, but when one defense steps up in the end. Like, not that I was happy last year, but when the Philadelphia Eagles got that strip stack at the end, that was huge. And a lot of people really liked that. Not me, but whatever. <laughs> it's okay. We still cry about it. We're fine. Well, uh, ESPN right now has Kansas City as a 63% favorite in this game. I think it's dumb. It's an arrowhead, though. And it's like, arguably, that in New Orleans are the best home field advantages you're going to get. I think I think the Chargers win. I, really I think do. so too, because have they already I, played this year? Or is this their first one? I believe they have already played. They uh, played in the first game of the season, and the Chiefs won thirty-eight to twenty-eight. Okay. Which well. the Chargers um, have just been honestly on a tear ever since they lost that first game. Yeah, I think it's time for revenge. I know this is a really dumb stat, but they're like 9-2 and two since they lost that game. Yeah, I think they're out for revenge. I Even so, with Melvin Gordon. Now, if there's any team that can be like can ignore the home field advantage, it's the divisional team that you play, play twice a year, especially the quarterback that's, that's been playing there for so long. Yeah, exactly. And that's what Phil Rivers has been doing. Yeah. So, the possibility of Phil, in the words of John Gruden, that dude can fucking chuck it. That's true. He can chuck it. He really should be considered for MVP besides Mahomes and Drew Brees. I really love Drew Brees for MVP. I know, I do too. But I mean, Pat Mahomes, dude. I, I He's know, such a good year. Drew Brees has thrown so little interceptions. That's true. All good time, my friend. All right. You want to talk hot stove? Sure. Let's talk hot stove. So this is really my expertise. Not that Corey doesn't know baseball, but I live and breathe baseball. So this is the hey Brett. We have we have Brett Belden here with us too, so he might want to contribute. Yes, Brett from the very first episode has made his comeback. He's Back no longer the a host, but he's a contributor. What is uh topic of discussion? Hot stove, Brett. Hot stove. We oh, know man. we know you love hot stove. No Craig Kimber wants hundred million dollars. Yeah, I did six years. Yeah. I don't think the Red Sox are going to give that to him. I don't think anybody's going to give that to him. I don't think so either. Okay. Anybody, so. Okay, I want to say, if anybody's going to give Craig Kimbrell, Kimbrell $100 million, it's going to be like Cincinnati. Yeah. And he's just going to wither away. Probably. Like six years and then retire. That'd be really sad. All right, so, Brett, we have two very, very, very important players left on the market for free agency. People are saying that Bryce Harper is you know, a once in a generation sort of ball player. People were people were people were hyping him I I think I agree with you on that. People have been talking about him since he was sixteen years old when he was a, hitting a ball like five hundred feet. Where do you think he's ending up? And do you think he's a once in a generation player? Philadelphia you all day. You think he's going to Phillies? Yep. Um I don't think that that season that he had last year was very indicative of, of the kind of guy he is. I agree. He is. I agree. He's going to bounce back, and I think he deserves all the money that he's going to get. Mm-hmm. You know, Manny Machado, on the other hand. And that's the other story. guy. Manny Machado. I hate that guy. I love Manny Machado. No, you don't. Yeah, I do. Oh, God. 
as a ca- I'm a, an extremely casual fan. <laughs> I play the show. <laughs> I, hear, I hear this guy is cool. Where do you think Machado's ended up? Yankees. Oh, God. That hurts my feelings. You really think so? Mm-hmm. What makes you Bad. think that? Uh, the Yankees are going to get somebody because that's what always happens. He already wants to play there. Yeah. Ugh, bitch. You know, it's like, they're the Yankees, too. They can afford it. I know. I know. They spend it. whatever the hell they want. To add on to that point, um, from my perspective, I feel like the Yankees are going to get Bryce Harper. I feel like it's been rumored for 10 since he's been drafted. Do you like, think they get the both? Yankees. No. I was going to say, they can't get both. They, At least I don't think I mean, they the can Yankees get both. Like, really, like, luscious spenders. <laughs> <laughs> to throw their cash at like players that like they saw in Guatemala on like a highlight film, they're like, "Oh, this kid's worth nothing, but we'll spend like ten million on him." Uh, yeah, I think the Yankees are, they're, but they're not stupid. Like they'll spend. I think they're like, stupid. Maybe just because I hate them. From a player, that was more opinion based. I'm sorry. A person who is watching from casual Toronto perspective, <laughs> um, I feel like the Yankees are well run, but. I mean, Brian Cashman's got a burner account. What a bitch. <laughs> I hate the Yankees so much. You want a World Series. How about you just calm down? Right. Jeez, bro. I once coming to Toronto. Don't worry. You guys I don't got. I care about. You, get, you, got, you got Vlad Jr. coming up. I'm rooting for the Yankees to get both those players, but it's just going to be Harper. Doesn't your dad like the Yankees? Yeah. Chris. But um, on, I really don't feel like the Yankees are going to. I think it's just going to be one, and it's going to be Harper. I think Machado doesn't fit the Yankees at all. Mm. I don't feel like they really... No, he doesn't. I he they, doesn't. I think they might have already ruled him out, to be honest. They did say that the other day, but they do stuff like that all, the, all the time. They, yeah. I think what they're going to do is sometime this week they're going to get Noah Syndergaard. They're going to trade Glaber Torres. Oh, my and God. Some prospect for him. I think I need to lie down. Because I feel like... Oh god. I think Syndergaard, I think he's gonna end up staying with the Mets. I don't think they're gonna move him. I think that if anything, he's gonna end up being like a Giancarlo Stanton sort of situation where they talk about it for a few years and it won't happen. Or they'll talk about it for a long time and it won't happen until like two or three years down the line. Or whenever his contract is up. I don't think he's going this year. I would hate if he went to the Yankees. I would cry. I think the Mets are doing a real injustice to their talent by making them suffer. And I think last year was a really good indication of how they're wasting their talent as he was an absolute monster. But your stats did, the stats didn't show it, did they, with that win-loss? <laughs> No. This is the same thing with Jacob DeGrom, and he won the Cy Young, thank God. But Yeah, I know. What did he go, like 12 and 6 this season or something? I, no, he, didn't he I, go like 500? I think he went, I think he was 12 and 12. Yeah, I think he, he went right. 500 and he won Cy Young. Yeah, thank God, though. Thank God he won it. Yeah. I don't know. Um, um, DeGrom. Yeah. Jacob DeGrom. All right, so there was a big, there was kind of a big trade today. Um, so, reading it off, the Mariners, Seattle Mariners traded first baseman Carlos Santana, who's already been traded this offseason from the Phillies to the Mariners for shortstop Gene Segura. Carlos Santana got traded back to the Cleveland Indians. I think he's been away from the team for two years. And that's what it was. Or no, maybe just a year. I don't know. I think, I think just a year. Yeah. So, he goes back to Cleveland. 
The Indians traded first baseman Edwin Encarnacion and some and some draft pick to Seattle and then Yandy Diaz from Cleveland and some minor league pitcher went to the Rays and then the Rays traded first baseman Jake Bowers. Never oh, heard of him. Did the Rays get Yandy Diaz? Yes. Yandy Diaz went to the Rays and then the Rays traded Jake Bowers to Cleveland and they gave cash to Seattle. What the hell? To me, the Mariners have just been dismantling this offseason. And why would you pick up a guy that's 35 years old? I'm not saying he's not good, but that's just weird to me. You need some veteran presence, I guess, for your young guys. Yeah. In my opinion, though, Robinson Cano was that guy. I was going to say, I feel like the Robinson Cano train is a huge indicator that they're just trying to blow it up. I mean, he's not terrible. He's still, like, he's not the Yankees' Robinson Cano, but he's still a pretty good player. I know. But Encarnacion, I mean, he's Encarnacion is a very good player, but at the same time, he's 35 years old. So how much is he really going to bring? I don't even know who's on that team anymore, besides D. Gordon. Oh. Felix, I mean, Felix Fernandez. He's lightning. You know. He is lightning. He is lightning. Uh, I want to loop back to the whole Yankees thing for a second, all right? Well, right, screw right. this, I guess. This, is, this has been fun. I see a lot of these. <laughs> Brian Cashman says something. And all of his fans just follow him. You like Death Star comment? No, I don't I like that. I hated that. Right. And he says stuff like, He's a weasel. On with the Red Sox. First of all, after they knocked you out of the playoffs. Boom. Second, yeah, maybe you're on par with the Red Sox. Boom. Fucking offseason. Boom. <laughs> yep. And nobody's playing baseball right now. Yeah. No, that, that is how that works. Yeah. I forgot. Believe it or not, you're both zero and zero heading into the start of the season. You are on par. That's what I'm saying. Last time I checked, you're tied. You know, 25 years of being a GM for the Yankees would get you that smart. <laughs> <laughs> I knew you were always a math guy. The numbers cruncher. I <laughs> hate him. We're like it, except it blew up twice. Who else is on the market? Yeah, actually, the raised Twitter account or Instagram account said that. I saw that like on something. They were like, didn't it blow up like? Twice. Yeah, no, because the, the Yankees Twitter account posted, or the Instagram account posted the picture of Cashman saying that, and the Rays account replied and said it blew up twice. Ouch. Jesus. Ouch. There's a lot of free agents left on the market still, I'm just noticing as I'm going through a list. So, let's do a little thing. Both of you are going to predict where these guys end up. Ooh, what do you, what do you want to say? I just want to add on the Brett's point real quick. We want to talk about the Yankees. Yeah, I'm I sorry. Talk, I mean, the Yankees, I'm are, sorry. the Yankees are a hot topic. Baseball, I, hate I feel like you're always talking about them. Even if they're, when they were terrible, everyone's like, oh, man. When they were terrible, they were still like 500. Yeah. Like, there was only okay, one season a couple years ago. And yeah. Like, yeah. Other teams terrible. No business being there. Yeah. 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 yeah I, agree. I mean, the thing about the, the, the thing them. you said about how they said they're equal, I mean, I feel like anyone could argue that the biggest strength of the Red Sox, besides looking JD, was their pitching. Mm. And I feel like if, if you got the Yankees to have, like, an equal amount of pitching talent on their roster, you guys would be basically identical. The way your teams are structured. Except I'd say the Yankees have more power bats and you have more, like, contact hitters. Yeah, that's the thing. Um, so, <laughs> he's out. <laughs> that was my take. I feel like it was yeah. solid. No, that's, that's extremely solid. No, I think you're very, very right with that. The Yankees are the power team. I think they had the most home runs this year. Ever. Ever? Said yeah. Was a contact hitter. I, oh, my God. <laughs> when he's not striking out. Um, but, yeah, the Red Sox. The Red Sox hit for average. And the Yankees. <laughs> Yankees had home runs. All right, so we got a good free agent list here. 
Give me your predictions as to where you think they're going to end up. You ready, Belden? Yep. All right. Um, Patrick Corbin already signed with Washington. Still don't think their rotation is going to end up to be as good as people think it is because that's just the way it goes. Where do you think Craig Kimbrough's ended up? Atlanta. Atlanta. Country roads take me home. Back to Atlanta. How do you say his last name? Is it Keuchel? Dallas Keuchel? Keuchel. 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 Rays. Whoa. Whoa. Blue Jays. I've seen a lot of stuff that they're talking about offering him 100 plus. Yeah, I feel like I have the money for it. We don't have much talent here. Yeah, why would you Why would you spend that much money on him? Why would he waste the rest of his career in Toronto? <laughs> it's never a waste at TDOT. <laughs> it's a rebuilding TDOT. I'm sorry, it's what? A shitty stadium indoors. How many people call it like TDOT? The Trop. People from Toronto call it TDOT. You're from Connecticut. The Blue Jays stadium. I'm, I'm sorry. He has no fruit. <laughs> um, yeah, I, don't, I mean, no offense. I don't know why we go to Toronto, especially at this point. Yeah. I mean, Toronto has a somewhat promising farm system, headlined by Vladimir Guerrero Jr. And they also they have, they have Craig Biggio's son and someone else's son. I forget who it is. Oh, jeez. Um, all right, Nelson Cruz. Nelson Cruz. Holy crap. Is he like 38 now or something? He's old like Encarnacion. Houston. That, that would be like what they did with Beltron a couple of years ago. How much is he expected to make? I have no idea, honestly. No, it doesn't. I don't know, fuck it, Atlanta. They got a bunch of young guys. Kimbrell. <laughs> Kimbrell and Cruz. Nathan Navaldi. Nathan Navaldi is back to Boston. His picture looks like a mugshot. Daniel Murphy's on the market. Second baseman. What do you think? I think he'll stay in Chicago. Hmm. <laughs> They just traded for him. I mean, they would trade for him and, like, and then be like... Well, they got him at the deadline, right? Yeah. Yeah. Most teams will just do that as a rental. Yeah, I don't yeah. think he's like a rental type. I don't think the Cubs are like looking that way, though. You think he's like the year and a half rental? Like, I'm thinking of Jason Bay with the Red Sox back in like 2008 or 2009 or into 2009. I feel bad for the Cubs because they're also locked into that terribly dark contract. He's still low-key very good. It just matters, you know, or it depends on his health. It is a terrible contract, though. It doesn't matter. For yeah. Them. They can spend as much as they want. And they've got Theo Epstein. They'll figure out a way to compete. Uh, Daniel Murphy ends up in the A's. Okay. So then, where do you think Jed Lowry goes? Infielder for the A's. I have no idea. That's why I was thinking A's, because Jed Lowry's a free agent. Yeah. Yeah. Um, J.A. Happ, starting pitcher. No, that that is not official. I think he's staying. Oh, he'll stay, though. I mean, they, they're just reworking the contracts. He's going to get three years, like 30 million. He looks like an older version of Caillou. He looks like an uglier version of Greg Bird. Oh, my God, that's so true. Sorry, Greg Bird. AJ Pollock looks like he wants to kill me. Um, where do you think he's going? AJ. Uh, Jed Lowry looks like he's ripping ass. Resigns. Resigns. Atlanta. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, Michael Brantley is one of the best. Interesting. I think he stays. We didn't say where we think Machado's going. So do you have a different opinion? You just, you'd think the Yankees, okay. the Dodgers re-sign Machado. I look, he thinks so too. Typical Machado. Yeah, stay in the National League Yankees if you're not going to go to the fucking regular Yankees. Yeah. I, oh, yes. Oh, yes, they are. 
something new every day, kids. <laughs> who, who else would be the National League Yankees? Atlanta? <laughs> the Mets? No, they're an AL team. That man. would make sense. Oh, my bad, dude. Um, who else is on this list? Yeah, really, that's it. For the top Great. guys. Craig Kimbrell, I do not see him getting 100 million. Back back Go back to the back, back end again. Guys, money Grandel? That would actually be pretty big. And a lot of people are talking about JT Realmuto from the Mar- uh, excuse me, Marlins being traded. I've heard to, you guessed it, the Yankees. I don't know if you've heard that. I have heard that. Yeah. Um, Run the water cooler. <laughs> Get it? I've heard that. Wait, he's plug. Anyways. You think the Mets? Wait, who did you say? Uh, yes, Monty Grandal. But then, uh, but then also Real Mudo because I you're talking about Real Mudo. yeah, um, the switch gears. Either the Yankees get him, mm. or they get Syndergaard and not getting hit. I think what that meant was Syndergaard was going to wait. Oh my God, I forget what it was. Maybe it was they were thinking Real Mudo to the Mets and then Syndergaard to the Yankees, and I don't know who in God's name is going to the Marlins. Probably a new scoreboard or something. Because they don't know how to do anything. Send like, send like Florida Marlins. Young Carlos Stanton and Aaron Judge down to Miami for like cash consideration. Uh, and then get the Mets involved somehow. Maybe get ready to give up like two or three starters, starting pitchers. Whoa. That, that was like, I, I, I don't know. I have, I don't know what to say right now. Can you explain the I have blisters all over my body from that. Yeah, because it would make me greatly happy. Oh. This makes sense. Why would it make you happy then? Big trades big trades make people happy too. Yeah. I'm a numbers guy. You get a cup of coffee, you eat some bacon. Hey, what about uh what about uh I miss you, Joe. I love you. He grew up in New England, and he wants to play for the New England team. They lucked into that pitching rotation, and they blew it away in one season. From world, keep him out. Yeah. How in God's name do you do that? I'm confused. I guess if you just go straight. Only to the pitchers. Anything else MLB related you want to talk about? What's on your mind? Go on, um, go on. Nope. Nope. That's it. Nothing. That's it for me. Nothing. Yeah. I don't have much else to say either. Brett, thank you for coming. Woo! Thank you. Held in. We will see you soon. Hell yes, brother. Good luck on your project. Thanks. Shout out to Brett. All right. Um, any other topics? Uh, I think that should round it out for today. Yeah. That was our first mailbox session. Pretty proud of it. This next semester, this is our last um, podcast for about a month. Yeah, I would agree with that. So I would say that we're going to try to continue the mailbox. So if you have any questions, you can direct message us on Facebook at our Facebook page, the Water Cooler Checkdown Podcast. Of course. You're not going to be our 100th leg, maybe, but you can get us to that 200th. I really hope Joe Toll is a 100th. If he's not, I'll check it on that. I'm going to cry. But I'm going to check it on again, that. Hold on. It's been an honor. Always an honor. It's been an honor to be your second in command. It's been an honor to be your bitch. Always. I'm just kidding. God. I'm not your bitch. 
You don't own me. You don't own me. We are equals. That's right. Put it here. Shout out to Sai for unfortunately coming when we didn't need any stats. Yep, yeah. What, what are you looking at right now, Sai? NBA standings? Just in case an impromptu discussion comes up during the closing. Thank God we have you around. <laughs> we can guarantee you that we'll need you for further episodes to come, and your pay will be compensated. That's true. Look at the grit he's putting into this. I love it. Grit and grind. That's what I'm saying. Are you hungry? I'm hungry. I'm starving. All right, let's go eat. Thank you for listening. We'll see you next semester. Like we're hungry, we hope you're hungry for more. Because there will be a lot right. more. That was pretty good. I'm Ian. I'm Corey. Stay spicy.